This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You said Jason Tatum's your guy, right? Yeah, that's him. I mean... I don't see why not if he's the best player on a really good team in the East. I think that's just like the way I look at it is if they can if they beat Milwaukee, right? If they can beat they're Milwaukee, better Milwaukee and get the one spot. Healthy, they're better than Milwaukee. Um then then it's going to be hard not to give it to him. I think Lillard can be a little bit of a roller coaster. He's going to have to they're going to have to acclimate him. Yeah, I mean it could work, but again, when you start talking about reworking rotations, like the one thing that I that I know Celtics about are Tatum deep. Is that he is going to average thirty a game? Hundred percent. He's going to average thirty a game, and so if, Brown's not. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be complimentary. He's right. going to have. There's going to be debt nights where Brown sort of is the leader, but but Tatum is yep. is also coming along as a defender. I I still believe that he can uh, improve from three. Yep. So I mean, I, I really believe this. I think he can average thirty three to thirty five a game. Hundred percent, especially I, I with, agree Por- with Porzingis going to be in and out of the lineup. Like we know that he'll be injured at some. Yeah, point. so I, I, and Tatum's durable. I think he played yeah. the uh, top three most minutes last season. He was one of the most available stars in the He's uh, entire NBA. Player. Yeah, shoots a lot of threes. And, the team and, shoots a lot of threes. And, and don't forget, this kid's twenty five years old. <sighs> You know, uh, he's so good. He's he's. This is it. This is the yeah. this is the elevation season for him. It's I truly bet, believe. John. And it was ten to one at Superbook. It was worse everywhere else. And yeah. it's not ten to one anymore. It's now eight to one. Look so, at you moving lines. I move numbers, man. They respect my. Hey, when I busted their ass on Germany, that you know, when that when I bust, when I bet a future, they, you they know, changed their strategy. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. They're like, oh, hold up, we got to we got to. And I love my friends at Superbook. <laughs> no, I get it. You know, but uh, but I, look, you can only get your ass busted so right. many times. Right. You know, <laughs> before you You're move. Putting out some video content with Superbook, man. Enjoying hey, the know, video content. I, uh, I try. From, I try from the team. I try to help my friends out. They as got much editors as I can. for you. Yeah, so, they do. They you got to have editors. They got no question. So no, that's a good two bets there. I like to uh, give out, uh, you know, some some game when I can. I like the Celtics about a, a lot of bets on the Celtics. I, I, their win total, I like the team, I like them to be first in the East, and they are loaded, and they're deep. Like Pritchard, they just paid Pritchard. Yep. Like everybody said, at least little and... That dude is a great point guard, a yes. backup point guard. And I think they in don't. Terms they, of, by the way, they're super sad about losing Marcus Smart. Like uh, Boston uh, ain't over it. And uh, and Rob Williams. You know, oh they my lost, god, they lost two. Their they, their their two best defenders. I'm like, did y'all lose Michael Jordan? You know, their like, version. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, but in terms of the others, like I think yeah. there's I think there's fatigue with with Joker. Yep. Right. I think there's fatigue with Joker. Joel Embiid, they really didn't want to give it to him uh, last year, uh, but, no. they, but they did. So I don't think he's going to go back-to-back. And then Giannis, I mean, maybe maybe it's Giannis, but I just I don't see it because you added Lillard. Yeah. You know, like they're going to say, well, well, he got help. And so I think with Tatum, you know, he's going to have to carry his team in a, in a different way He's now, the guy. You know, uh, and so I definitely think he's got a chance to – it's all about narratives, you know. Yeah. It's all about – but he's, tw- he's entering his 25-year season, 25-year-old season. Uh, and this God, is where super, super young. the greats, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. become the greats. No, it's a good bet. And uh, and so it'll be a, a, a nice season-long sweat here yeah. with the Grizz and, uh, and Tatum. So it should be a lot of fun. All right, we'll come back with the rundown. You mentioned the NBA rank.
some controversy there. Lots more to come. Jason and John, I turn to fit. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Rose to the left sideline for Jackson. Jackson drives it. Lopez running right hand. Floater rattles around the ball. Now, back to the Jason and John Show, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on Memphis's Sports Station, 92.9 FM ESPN. Roofing and renovations, that's my man Chris McCulley. Call him, 487-7096. My man Cotter has a hole in his roof, and he's been living with that hole in his roof for a long time. Damn. And see, that's the problem. When you deal with people that are not named Chris McCulley, you get put on the back burner, you get the runaround, you know, you don't have that direct line. Chris McCulley is the best when it comes to customer service getting you results with your insurance company, and getting it done. You don't have to live with a roof in, uh, hole in your roof. It's ridiculous. Don't be like Connor. Let him make his own mistakes, and hopefully he will learn from this. That's it. Like the Grizzlies learned from last season. 487-7096 is the phone number. It's Chris McCulley. McCulley Roofing and Renovations. Every day around this time we do the rundowns, go. It's the rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Yeah, we were talking about uh, Grizzlies played a preseason game last night. Uh, in terms of, you know, takeaways from that, uh, they did get the win against the uh, the Bucks. Bucks didn't play anybody. No Giannis, no uh, 
No Damian Lillard. No. I think one. Uh, no Middleton. No Middleton last night. Right. So uh, they did not. Uh, no Lillard either. Yeah. Uh, they did not play anybody. No. Um, as expected <laughs> on the road in the preseason. So I really am hesitant to take much away from um, anything that we have seen in the preseason. I don't think there's anything that's necessarily like uh, su- surprising one way or the other. I think you know most people who pay attention to basketball know that the this, this season should be pretty good. For the Grizzlies, uh, and they're two and zero in preseason. They're two and zero against the number, which is just what it's what they did two years ago. They were like what they were the best team against the spread in the NBA two years ago. So uh, maybe they get back to that this year. Um, but yeah, you know, elsewhere, you know, look, I know that there is a um, there is definitely a, a a bias. I think in in the city of Memphis for uh, Zaire Williams to be good. So uh, a sort of a. a I heard you guys sort of talking about how how this is set up from a fan perspective. Yeah, like, and I get it. Like, I'm not begrudging. They invested for a that. lot in him. He was a top they ten did. pick. They, they traded up to get him. They, they went did. in, uh, and there were players behind, pick, yes, behind, pick behind starting, him that are good, that are much better. Yes. Actually, I mean, if, if the Grizzlies had Trey Murphy right now, just as an example, with the pick that they traded up to get, uh, yes. you know, Zaire Williams, they would probably be uh, one of the two favorites in the West. Would be my guess. Are we in Trey Lance territory, or where are we? Oh, at my, in, in terms of a ranking, grief. Even yeah. the Forty Nineers no. are like, this dude sucks. Forty Nineers can make you a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not in that territory. Okay. I mean, he was a top ten pick. Yeah, I just don't think uh, Trey Lance was a top three. I mean, yeah, he, I mean, he, they gave the yeah, he was there. To me, it's like it's almost it's almost just damning. Like if you can't make it with the Niners. Coaches, bro, you ain't making it with anybody. No, that's why they slice. Like, you're you're toast, dude. We'll, we'll see you in the <laughs> XFUSFL. Uh, right. But uh, well, but, they did, they clearly didn't want to invest any time anymore. They were done. They were, they knew what they had. Exactly right. Being the 49ers. I was comparing yes. because of yes. the high draft pick. No, thing, it, it ain't that bad. Uh, okay, good. Yeah, but, but but I do think. Listen, uh, I I don't think there's a whole lot uh, that I have seen from Zaire that really makes me compelled. I mean, if he if you're not you know able to score double di- double figures in a preseason game by year three, we're gonna have big problems. Where you guys were sort of going at it this morning was anytime you see him have a couple of nice highlight dunks, score yes. over ten points, yeah, maybe like, come close I, like, to a double double. Exactly. Everybody gets giddy because it's they're like, much. oh, well, this is the Zaire we because right. he looks like a damn gazelle. I right. mean, he looks amazing. Yeah, like I think it's a little much to live and die with every Zaire Williams possession. Right. Yes. Like you got to sort of like let the cake bake there. Right. Um, and just take a more aerial view. At this point, he is come, and we can put it on whatever we want to put it on. We can put it on injury. We can put it on whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, it, it, in the end, he has underperformed. Still super, to, super young. He is young, but you're only young until you're not. You right. know, and in the end, the the league does not wait. The right. League, the the league and, and this team cannot wait uh, for you to not be young. You know, um, it's really uh, his responsibility to. You know, there's an opportunity for him. Yes. Uh, and 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 by God, the Grizzlies want him to take it. Oh, they are doing buddy. everything. They are doing everything to to beyond. But I just don't know if it, if it's there. Um, and I think you know it was just it was weird. You know, people just take comments in a media day and they just go crazy. Oh, Zaire's like. Of course, he's he's a professional basketball player. What's he supposed to say? What's he supposed to? Yeah, you know, I know I've sucked and I will probably suck again. <laughs> right. You know, no, it's like I'm ready to. You know, I'm I'm healthy and I'm. Everybody would say that. Um, mm. But he's got to show it. Yeah. At this point, it's like it, it, we're past the talking. We're past the. You know, he's a he's a good he's a good kid. Well, he's you like, have to produce. Basketball is a production sport because it's there's only five dudes on the floor. That's exactly right. You know, like Desmond Bl- Bain. Pretty early on, we went. Boy, we kind of outkicked our coverage with was, that draft there was pick. No doubt about like, that. Like you one. know, you know, unless you keep running these dudes out in a rotation, you yes. kind of know. Yeah. And we kind of know. We kind of know. You know, and, like Laravia. I'm sorry. 
very similar. Exactly right. It ain't looking good. It ain't no. looking good for him. Um, and you can tell, like, with Jaron, you know, like, that was going to be a developmental process. Yeah, and, and he was know, super thin. Truthfully, yeah, that's why yeah, we talked well, about the weight so much. Like, but I, but I, I do believe this t- to my core. Yeah. When it comes to professional basketball players, yes, NBA players, you either have that, you either have or it, or you don't. I agree, hundred percent. And and, and and it is, and you can identify it, yep. and you can say, "Oh, I see the, I yeah. see the spark, right? I see what it could be." And I've never seen it with Zaire. No, I have not seen it. I, I have not. And he wasn't a lights out shooter either. Yeah, like I just, you know, I don't think he's going to be able to guard that position. I don't think he's explosive enough, uh, you know, to be a full time starter at that position. It's it's really the hardest position to play in the NBA because it's the one that requires the most. You got to be able to score from all levels. Yep. You got to be able to defend at all levels. You should be able to back down dudes too, and he can't do that. No, he's too light. You got to be able to. You got to be able to shoot. You got to be able to slash. You got to be able to guard. You got to be able to block some shots. It's a demanding position, and I just look again. You you, you take swings, and we'll see. I mean, I you know I guess I'm yeah. open to the possibility that he just takes over this year. Uh, but I just, I, folks, I'm not seeing it. Um, and if and if you're seeing it, uh, God bless you. But I you know right. I, I feel like I I know basketball pretty well, and uh, and the and the same is true for for Larabia, by the way. Like I, I just yeah. um and this is not to like crap on all. The I think Roddy's picks, been more promising from that draft. Seen, I've seen a spark there. You know, he made some shots against the Lakers. You know, I, I've seen some positive things there. Uh, and and so yes, let me balance this all out by yeah. saying that like like I have seen some glimpses and some flashes from from Roddy, mm-hmm. for example. So um, it's not all bad. Also wanted to mention uh, NBA ranked 2023 is out at ESPN. Yep, John Morant ranked egregiously, absolutely egregiously at number 35, <laughs> dropping 26 spots from 2022. And this is what they write. Morant's off-court issues have overshadowed his brilliant play on the floor. He missed out on an all-NBA selection last season and in the Supermax contract escalator it would have earned, in large part because he served an eight-game suspension. He'll serve a 25-game suspension to start the season. Yeah, I mean, I just, unfortunately uh, and respectfully, I just think that's that's bonk. I think, I think uh, as Billy Richmond would say, Tim McMahon is full of, you know. Uh, I, I just think that has really nothing to do with uh, the player that John Morant is. Right. He, he, there ain't 34 players that are better than John the, Morant in well, the NBA. I think it, what, what I read in that ranking, and I listened to Jeff talk about this this morning at, in length, I think they are... They they are basically waiting that he's a knucklehead. They think he's a, he's right. that level of a knucklehead to drop him right. ten to fifteen slots. But why then is Kyrie Irving ranked ahead of him? Because his talent so overcomes but that. But Kyrie Irving's just as much of a damn yeah, head but case. He, he he's he didn't get suspended, but he didn't play no, for you know half a year because of the COVID yeah, shot. Well, he's a flat. He, there's some stuff there. Yeah, but I think he he in general toes the line to get himself on the court. Like I'm sorry, even though he's a little whack. I'm sorry. Paolo is not better than Ja right now. Like, he's not. He's available as hell, though, for Orlando. Yeah, he's available, but we're not talking about that right now. We're not talking about suspension, not suspension. We're talking, we're ranking players. 
And Paolo I think was, they're considering the knucklehead rule, though. Uh, they clearly are. That's the only consideration that they've given yeah. it, though. And that, that to me, like, Laurie Markkinen is a better player than John Morant. What are we doing here? This is absurd. He's available as hell. You hear his name all the time in the playoffs and in, in not in playoffs every year, but in, in games. Uh, there's no general manager in the Markkinen world. Markkinen was an all-star, by the way, last year. He was, year. and he'll never be an all-star again. I I'm mean, just, I, I'm just saying what it is. Yeah. Yeah. John, John Morant still was try- on the there, verge of being ch- an all-NBA guy. I, and though. I'm not arguing the to, to totality here. I'm just saying, I'm trying to look at it through the ESPN prism here, and I will yes. say, like, there's a chance Ja won't be an all star uh, even in 15 well, games. Yeah, 20, yeah, 25 is the suspension, so it, it's very possible he's just going to miss too much time. But I get what you're saying, though. In me, terms of, if I was just picking somebody out at the precinct, nobody beats that guy. Well, that's what we're we're we're, talk, we're not talking about. Okay, what do I? What's my ranking here? Uh, you know, for uh, you know, is it, is this just about one season? Right. I mean, I, I, I guess they don't really this clarify is, this. If, yeah, I mean, are we talking about? Uh, you I know, follow what you're forward? saying, though. Yeah, you know, it's a little confusing. Now, you wouldn't pick in a Sandlot game, Mark in over Ja, you're yeah. right. I mean, I guess if you're, you know, just, oh, here's here's our player rank, and they say player rankings for 2023-24, right. but I don't know. I, I still think it's stupid. I still think it's stupid to, uh, you know, to hold the suspension against him uh, because whether he plays 45 games or, you know, mm-hmm. 80, it's about the player. Yeah. It's about, you know, the talent I follow there. where you're going with And it. it's not like this is like, you know, Something that's going to plague him. Yeah. This is one, hope, we hope. Hopefully. I mean, we were. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff put the question, and believe it yes. or not, the other day to, yes. to Jeffrey saying, Do you believe he will never uh, miss another game due to suspension ever? And, and, you know, I think they both said yes, but that's tough. Yeah. Um, either way, uh, that's the NBA rank. It's just yet another thing the Grizzlies will probably use. Uh, I'm sure Ja will print that out. He's tweeted about yeah. it. He know, and I love that. It's another. Bro, I love it. The hourglass thing, like I, it's just a tw- no U-turns, yeah. no U-turns, no U-turns. Why do why do we do that? Like, what's the point in that? Oh, I love it. It's just motivation. It's just it fuel, has not man. worked so far in his career. Like well, his record on using motivation it, blows. It worked at the beginning. Right. It worked at the beginning, and then he, and then it, the the doubting stopped. What if he took away social media from his life? Would he be better? I think we would all be better, Brad. I think we would all be better if we took away social. Yeah, but media. I think you're more mindful than John appears. I don't know. I don't know if I'm. I, I mean, I don't have a firearm, but I, you know, it's you haven't a, put it on on Twitter or on yeah, Facebook or I, I, Instagram. I don't, I don't know if I'm more mindful of John. It's a good thing I don't have a firearm. But I, it's like at a certain point, it's like the motivational thing. I mean, I get where you're going with it. It's just like, bro, like I really would love to see you play basketball. Look, Brady would you do this all the time. Brady would like somebody would say the slightest thing. Somebody would say, "Well, that, that throw was a little off from Brady." Yeah, but that dude had he like would a play that. Uh, on loop. He did, but Brady also is the same dude who had uh, like a wizard of an editor who made footballs come the wrong way out of a out of a, a, a shooting gun. Yeah, John would know. do that. John's got people to do that. Well, maybe he needs to pick new people. So anyway, that's the uh, that's the NBA rank for 2023-24. We're going to come back talk NFL with Adam Chernoff from Run Angle Sports. Get his thoughts on the NFL week ahead. What he's looking at: Titans, Ravens in London. Cowboys uh, do have to play again. So we'll get into all of that uh, with Adam when we come back. Jason and John, I'm trying to fam ESPN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. 
You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Adam Turnoff is from Right Angle Sports. You should listen and download the Simple Handicap Podcast. It is appointment listening for me every morning on my drive to work about what's going on in the NFL world and the NFL markets. And, of course, download the RAS app to get his thoughts. He joins us every week. He joins us now. Adam, what's going on, man? Hey, doing well. Getting ready for week six. The season rolls on, and every day is kind of blending into the same, but I wouldn't want it any other way. That's right. Uh, okay, I want to reflect here really quickly on Packers Raiders on Monday night. Uh, you guys released Packers plus two. I am disgusted that that did not get home. Um, do you think, generally speaking, and I know this is like not a system play here, but generally speaking, um, do you feel comfortable fading Josh McDaniels as long as he's the coach of the Raiders or or somewhere in the NFL every week? Yes, to an extent. <laughs> um, I, I will say, we uh, not defending it, it was a bad loss on the Packers, but we had the under in that one as well, and that's been something we've been on pretty consistently too. And so there's kind of two things at play here. Um, first you have Josh McDaniels who just continues in primetime television to illustrate. He might be the most out of tune as well as conservative head coach rivaling Ron Rivera on, on sort of a semi weekly basis at this point with his field goal discussions. And so that kind of makes us intrigued to bet against him just philosophy wise, but also, uh, to the under as well. And then defensively what the Raiders are doing under his direction, as well as Patrick Graham is pretty shocking in today's NFL where believe it or not, the Raiders through five weeks have allowed the least amount of explosive passes of any team in the NFL. They're taking this stance where they're just like, we don't care. We're going to allow nothing deep, nothing over our heads. If you want to beat us, you have to go 10, 12 plays down the field. We'll let you do it. We're not going to try to stop you, but you're not going to throw deep. And so it's just this odd conservative approach that makes them an appealing fade and an appealing under team as the season goes on. I, I, I texted you before you came on, but this morning I did play uh, Pat's plus three even money. Um, it, sound, it sounded a little bit like you liked that this morning on the simple handicap. Would that be that, would that be the side in that game? If there were a side in that game, would it be Pat's plus three for you? 100%. And I saw the text was in the middle of a live stream, so I didn't stand you up. I, yeah, was I mean, I, I, I didn't want to bring that piece of it up. You didn't have to air that out, but yes. I, I was saving the goods for the sake of the audience. <laughs> so 100% agree, New England plus three. You can get that at, at even money. It's actually threatening three and a half. So if you see three and a half, that's terrific as well, up to minus 120. Everything that I just mentioned, the Patriots for the first time all year, are going to be able to run the football. A.J. Dillon had done nothing all season long replacing Aaron Jones. He looked like A.J. Dillon five years ago out there on the field on Monday night against the Raiders. So whether it's Zeke, whether it's Stevenson, the Pats offense that has been a disaster 
will be able to run the football. That's a big boost. Number two, the Raiders are going to allow tight ends to run wide open. So that's going to allow Mac Jones to at least have some easy completions. And like I was saying, what the Raiders do best and emphasize in their defense is not allowing the deep pass, not allowing anything downfield. Well, when you think about what Mac Jones and this Patriots offense has been struggling with and doesn't have, it's throwing the ball downfield and guys getting open in space. And so the Raiders just concede space and Mac Jones won't need to throw it downfield because the Raiders will give him those short throws. I don't think Patrick Graham changes. I don't think the defensive adjustments are made. I think the Patriots offense looks all right. And then you have McDaniels going up against the Belichick defense. We know the history there. Uh, give me the Pats plus three. Yeah, plus uh, they won. So why adjust? I mean, I don't think that organization exactly. is, is bright enough to think, oh, well, you know, we got to – no, they're not. They're just feeling good because they, they eked out the win. So I think it's a perfect – 100%. It's a perfect spot for the uh, Patriots here. Okay, I want to get into some releases this week. Titans going across the pond against the Ravens. You guys released the over – there, give me the breakdown on why you like the over, and also if you did like a side where you would sort of lean in this one. We like the over for a couple reasons, most of them driven by Baltimore. Uh, first and foremost, the offensive line is going to be healthy for the first time for Baltimore all season. Stanley and Moses, full practices today. Lamar Jackson last week, with guys back at less than 100% health, threw the ball 38 times. It was his season high. He then came out and said, that's the identity that we want on offense, reaffirming all of his offseason comments where he said he wanted to throw for 6,000 yards. And so now that the Ravens are healthy up front, Lamar is going to be throwing more. There's going to be more protection. The Ravens' offense will look different. The Titans are the biggest pass-funnel defense in the NFL. What that means is a little bit tough to run against, very easy to throw against. That's just the style of defense they play. So Lamar in the passing game is going to have success against the Titans defense. Now, the big exception within all of this, the Titans have to travel tomorrow to London. The big man part on the defensive line has been one of the most impactful run-stopping defenders in the entire league. Without him the last two weeks, this Titans defense that has been so good against the run have been beat up pretty bad on the ground as well. And so his status is sort of a massive side bonus potentially in this, where if he's out, well, Baltimore's going to get whatever they want on offense. And so we think that that's really good. It's also going to force this Titans offense to speed up, to play a little bit of catch-up as well. That bodes well for the over. So an early start for people Sunday morning having their breakfast. You get to cheer for points. We think this is going over 41. And so if, if there were a side, you would. it sounds like you would sort of lean Ravens minus four. They're not going to Absolutely gonna Baltimore. In. Gotcha. Yep. gotcha. Minus four would be my take there for sure. Yeah, Titans defense really has, uh, has eroded here. It's been a hallmark for them, and it's just uh, it's not the same. It's not the same as it has been under Mike Brable. Another release, uh, and I really love this one a lot. Um, and again, the number's different, but you know maybe still a little bit of value there. Uh, Texans plus two and a half. C.J. Stroud going back home. He's been great uh, this season as a rookie. Uh, certainly, I mean, you got you got Panthers coaches in their feelings about that one. Um, you guys released Texans plus two and a half hosting the Saints. What goes into that? Yeah, this is sticking within the division for local fans here listening. When I look specifically at a team like New Orleans, right, we're now through five games in five weeks. The Saints have played the easiest schedule of opponents. 
so far through five weeks. And you can't criticize a team for the schedule that they have played, but you can criticize them for how they have played against that schedule. Despite playing the easiest schedule of opponents, the Saints rank 29th in success rate for play on offense and are minus 0.1 net yards per play. So they've actually conceded yardage overall as a whole to opponents despite things being so easy. And you look at kind of how this has played out. They sneak by the Titans by one point. They hang on against the Panthers by three points. They blow the three-score lead to Green Bay and then just no-show against Tampa. I I get that they beat up on the Pats last week. You give them credit for that. But it's just been the Saints against a brutal schedule, playing mediocre football at best. And now they're kind of at the peak price-wise, right? Laying points on the road here, going to face a Texans team that right. overperformed and been upgraded in their right. And so for me, I was just looking at it too much. And, and we like Houston here uh, getting now currently a point. Uh, we think Houston can pull the upset. I, I just I, I don't like anything at all about this Saints offense. Uh, just really no explosion. And you take Alave out of the mix and – Certainly teams have, have shown how you can do that. I just really think they're limited. So I like it. I like it quite a bit. I will tell you, Adam, I'm I'm intrigued a bit, although I knew I knew I know there are some things working against them. I am intrigued by the Jags at home. It's only four, and I know that Minshew is the quarterback now and maybe there's a new energy there. They are coming back from London. That's really what is keeping me off of this. But we talked about the Jags a couple of weeks ago and how the offense you know, it didn't quite look like itself, but the last two weeks, I mean, obviously pulling that off against Buffalo and the way they did, Trevor Lawrence making some big-time throws. Have you upgraded the Jags from earlier in the season? Just, just what's your outlook on them and, you know, where they stack up in this division and maybe just as a, as a contender in the AFC? So early week, uh, early season, pardon me, in the early weeks of the season, the Jags suffered from a couple things. First and foremost, it was really bad luck on third and fourth down. Second, they had a lot of key drops from wide receivers, which were really, really costly. And so despite being competitive and playing tough opponents, they were just having a lot of bad luck and a lot of things go against them. The last two weeks, we've kind of seen that revert, right? They've been a lot better on third down have got the fourth down decisions to go their way. They haven't had the huge drops. And all of a sudden, they're putting together wins. So it's just a lot of bad luck that is kind of now evening out. The one thing that makes me upgrade the Jags relative to where we were a few weeks ago is the fact that the defense has really come on. They played a really good game against Mahomes and the Chiefs. They played a really good game against Allen and the Bills. They put together some really good performances. And now they face a Colts team with Minshew, who I think they're going to be able to defend really well because now Shane Steichen, as great as he's been, we talked about last week with Richardson, the way this offense was trending, has to go to Gardner Minshew. And people are going to be listening to this, and they say, Minshew's the better quarterback. I promise you, he is not. This is not a huge drop-off, but Minshew is not an upgrade over the way that Richardson was running within that offense. And so it's an offensive change now needed for the Colts, going on the road to play in Jacksonville, a team that is now figuring out the play calling, the defense is improving. A lot of that bad luck isn't there. Uh, could only look to lay forward with the Jags here. Yep, we're talking to Adam Chernoff here from Right Angle Sports. You should listen to him every morning on The Simple Handicap. It's just, just add it to your rotation. You will, you will be smarter about the NFL. Download the RAS 
app right now, Adam. A couple more things. I'm I'm looking um, at Caesars. I don't. This may be available somewhere else. I don't know, but I know it is available at Caesars, and it is team to go seventeen and zero. Um, that is plus nine fifty, and obviously this would all be about the 49ers. But when you look at that bet, and when you evaluate the 49ers and what they're doing, is there value there? Is that too short? Is that too short? Like. I, I don't know. Like I, I it, it feels like to me they can go undefeated if they want to go undefeated. But what what do you make of that team and 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 is that the right way to discuss them going seventeen and zero in the regular season? Okay, I didn't. First of all, to pull the curtain back behind the scenes, we do no pre-show prep and we go any direction. <laughs> I wasn't right. expecting to go this direction. <laughs> um, however, you made it easy for me. That is not a bet that anyone should take. If you're betting the yes, you're making a bad bet. Not just because of the improbability of going 17-0, and 0, but that option is so brutally underpriced for what it would require to actually achieve that, that you're just, no matter who's in that position, the 49ers, the Eagles, no matter what you think, you're, you're getting a really, really, really bad price. Um, so that's first and foremost. Especially because they play so each other. That's that the bet. first thing, right? That's the, that's the, that's right. the, yes. Okay, got it. Second, you look at the 49er schedule, right? First of all, this week, you're probably going to get a break with Watson not starting and you right. get to face DJ Walker. So it's still a tough spot all the way around, but you look at the rest of the schedule and all of a sudden, some of these games, like you're, you have to go and you play the Bengals, who are improving. You have to play the uh, the Eagles on the road in Philly. You have like it's there's no easy out here for the 49ers. Same thing goes for the Eagles. So just it's plain and simple. Schedules get tougher. Stay away all the way around. Okay, well there you go. I mean, it's, you know, sometimes it, it it's good you know education here for our listeners. You know, we need we need, we all need to have all the help that we can get. Um, Dallas looked. I mean, awful. I mean, there's just no other way to put it. It was just a, a three-phase ass-whooping, uh, you know, excuse my French here, uh, against the 49ers on Sunday night. I mean, there was just nothing good about that, not a single bright spot. And they are now on the road on Monday night against the Chargers. Uh, full disclosure, Adam, I don't want you to confirm any bias for me on what your honest opinion. I did bet Dallas minus two. They're up to two and a half. Have I made a bad bet? I I don't have a strong take one way or the other, so I can neither confirm nor deny if that is okay, good or bad. Fair enough. I will say what I will say uh, to avoid this being a radio interview cop out answer is uh, I think that the Cowboys going forward are going to continuously be in higher scoring games and in this spot against the Chargers. If I had to pick on which defense might be able to make the last stop. I would still pick the Cowboys despite all of the shuffling and moving around that they've had to do since the Diggs injury. Uh, but I think both of these offenses just go score for score, and we're in for a very entertaining Monday night football. If put on the spot, though, I would agree with you at this price. But there's not a lot of confidence behind it. Yeah, and I certainly understand that. Um, I said that was the last thing. I, 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 there's another thing I, that I thought about while we are discussing uh, the, the Cowboys. 
the Philadelphia Eagles just ha- have gotten absolutely no respect uh, from the market week in and week out. Every single week, the number comes in on them. Every single week, the market disagrees. It's almost like the inverted with the Raiders. Every week, the Raiders take money, and until last week, they never really did anything with it. Um, why is there just is, – is it fatigue with the market with the Eagles and people not believing what they are? Is it, is it something else? Like, what do the Eagles have to do to, to command respect here? I don't know, and it's a weird spot that they found themselves in last year. Everybody always pointed to the schedule, and they're like, they played such a weak schedule. This is the week that it comes down. And it, it kind of becomes like the falling knife thing where you're trying to right. just avoid it and time it right to get it on the one week where they don't show up. But like, I look at what they've done this year, despite the market going against them every week except for this week. They finally got bet this week. We'll yep. see if that holds. Yep. But – you have two new coordinators, offensive and defensive coordinator. They had a bunch of defensive injuries. They had an offense that was acclimating to a bit of a new scheme being introduced, trying to figure it out. They just haven't been sharp all season. Yet, they've led by double digits in four or five games. They've only started one offensive drive all season where they were trailing by a touchdown. That was the peak. And so despite not playing their best, all that they're doing is getting out ahead, building leads, and then they sit on the ball in the second half to run games out. A lot of travel the last couple weeks for Philly going into the Jets. Maybe it's, it's a bit of a tricky spot, right? The number's pretty big now at seven. I, I, I just, I don't know if I want to get there with them this week, but I just, I don't know why we're not seeing it week after week with the Eagles being better. That's, that's very, very true. And astute on your part. Yep, uh, it'll it'll be uh, it'll be an interesting week as it always is, Adam. We appreciate the insights and the breakdowns here on the show, as always, man. Thank you. Thanks very much. Enjoy week six. Yes, sir. He is Adam Chernoff from Right Angle Sports, uh, one of the smartest guys doing it on NFL. Uh, yep, I've got Cowboys, I've got Pats, I've got Houston, and I've got the over. So on the on the Ravens Titans game. So uh, obviously. Uh, I'm in alignment with him. Um, I was surprised how firm he was about New England and and over the Raiders. Uh, that that I, I mean, spot of the year, spot of the year. And I realized that New England looked like absolute. I mean, New England, New England couldn't like, do anything. Look, I watched the game with my eyeballs. They've looked so bad all they year. They are oh, They might be one of the worst teams in the NFL. Now we'll say this. I will give them credit. Now the defense is a little different now than it was in week oh, two, bro. But I will say this: they were driving against the, the Dolphins to tie that game yeah. uh, in, in, in week two. And think about how – I mean, they held the Dolphins 24 points now. That was as good as it got, and they well, have not been close to that the rest of the season. You're right. You're right. Uh, with that being said, uh, I, don't, I don't think there is any better antidote, I mean, than, than playing the damn Raiders. <laughs> I, 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 I just good, don't. That's a good point. I, although the Raiders keep surprising me. Every time I turn around, the Raiders do something. I don't, you know, whether it's the Packers game or any of these games. They've only won two. They beat the Broncos oh, week one. The Broncos, I didn't expect them to get two. As we know, the Broncos are awful. They're, hard, they're bad. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and the Packers, the, it took the QB throwing three picks. Yep. All right. So, yeah, that's true. I mean, that that's just ridiculous that they that it took all of that. Yeah. I, I just, I love this spot for a New England team that uh, is completely written off, that everybody's really upset and sad and, yeah. and defeated against Josh McDaniels, the, the former, you know, protege of of, J, uh, of Bill, Bill Belichick. Belichick yeah. Bro, he's going to, you know, and, and a lot of those players, <sighs> right, came from the Pats, and a lot of those coaches came from the Pats. He's going to know what they're going to do. 
Garoppolo came from the Pats mm-hmm. back in the day. Jacoby Myers came from the Pats. McDeos came from the Pats. GM came from the Pats. Like I just love this situation for the. What's for the New line? England. What's the three. number? It's three. Okay. I got it at even money at Superbook. Yep. Okay. And uh, you can get it there still. Uh, that would be, you know, look, I think they win the game outright. I think plus 150 is, uh, that's really what I should have done. Yeah. I should have gone one plus 150 because that's an amazing price on this money line. I think the Raiders the Raiders, are, yeah. Oh, yeah, for the Pats. You like but, the Pats. Oh, I'm on the Pats, outright. brother. Yeah, I think the Pats win the game. I was I was a little chicken-ish, and I took the wow. points. But I do think plus 150 gets home um, just because the Raiders are, are. Where is that game at? It's in New, It's in Vegas. Uh, but that doesn't matter. It'll be like a home game for the, any opposing team now at this point. Half of those fans were Ve- Packers Vegas last is weekend. not a home. There's no home. No, it's not advantage. a home fan. You're yeah. exactly right. It's not, it's not a home. Like field you got, it's not like you go to Seattle or Lambeau. All these dudes are flying in. New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not, you know, I mean, it's for sure. Yeah, it's, that's true. You know, fans come in to see mm. the other team play. Now, that may not be the case this week because the Pats are so bad. Terrible. But people will still show up and support the Patriots, okay? Yeah. I'm telling you. So. I love this spot. The Raiders stink, and 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 the <laughs> the worst thing that could have happened for them is that they won last week. Yeah, because they're not going to look into their tape and adjust because they oh well we everything we did worked. No, <laughs> you got bailed out by a quarterback in a six start who threw three picks. Mac Jones is bad. He's not as bad as Jordan Love. He's not as bad as Jordan Love. So the reality is you're gonna <sighs> you're gonna you're gonna see wow a different version of New England. Hear me now. Believe me later. They're getting their second win of the season on Sunday. I mean, Bill Belichick, I do give him enough credit that he should be able to adjust. I think you're right there. Like, Dude, he's, he's, it was yes. hori- his game plan against New Orleans last weekend was terrible. And you know what? Sometimes in the league, man, that happens. Sometimes yeah. you're the bug, and sometimes you're the windshield. Yeah. You know, that happens. And look, I'm not sitting here saying that the Patriots are good, okay? They're mm-hmm. not. They're not a good team. But I will say this. They are better than what they have shown. They were they were within a touchdown of the Eagles in Week One. They were within a touchdown of the Dolphins in Week Two. You know they have had some yeah. bad performances here and they've had some injury issues. But I'm just telling you, I am going to fade Josh McDaniels every single week yes. that he is still a head coach in the NFL. So, I'm telling you, it's so just going to happen. So far this season, Zeke Elliott has not scored a touchdown. Oh, he's he's going to score a touchdown this week. He will get one this week. He's getting uh, he's starting to like uh, overtake Ramondre mm-hmm. in terms of the carries. So yeah, they're giving him carries now. Yeah, I'm just telling you guys. You know, you may think I'm biased. I'm not. I will. You give me plus money mm-hmm. and points against Josh McDaniels. I will bet. Okay. I will bet UTSA <laughs> against the Raiders right now if you give me enough points. Yeah. All right. If you give me 65 points, I would bet UTSA. That's great. All right. I'm just telling you, J- Jimmy sucks. Jimmy, and, and and how dare you? Anyone... The funniest thing is you're wearing a jersey, you're wearing a hoodie and yes. a hat right now yeah. in the studio as you say these words. I, I, I'm so upset because how dare any of you? And and, and, I, and I and I go to go to hell, all of you who tried to sell me on this dream yeah. that Jimmy Garoppolo was going to be some great quarterback for the Raiders when he signed up. I never once believed it. And he is horrible. He's on pace for fifty picks. <laughs> this dude sucks. And you're like, oh, well, yeah, 49ers, you know. No, it ain't about Jimmy. It's about the 49ers. You do okay? need him to suck worse, though, if you're going to get to the promised land. Well, yes, that's true in terms of the under. You're right. You're exactly right. What's he on pace for? He is projected right now to throw uh, 24 interceptions yeah. this season. All right? That is just absurd. He's on pace to throw 20 touchdowns and 24 picks. Crazy. This guy sucks. And, 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 and you know, people want to say, well, Man, he's a winner. He he. The, the 49ers happened to win while he was a quarterback. Or more, put it put it more accurately, 
The 49ers won while he happened to yeah. be at quarterback. That's it. Yep. That's it. It ain't got nothing to do with him. Ask any 49ers fan now. Bro, they got Brock Purdy looking like Prom Brady back there. Unbelievable. All right? And and, and, and Jimmy Garoppolo was just okay. Yeah. He was just it was just like, man, please don't go out there and lose us the game. This <laughs> dude sucks. Uh, and, and so as long as he is the quarterback and as long as Josh Daniels is the coach, I, I, I might lose. I That's might lose. So weird. But, but I would rather lose than bet on the Raiders. I, I would rather lose. Do you think they will be at the top of the draft? Absolutely. Still? Absolutely. Even as as well as they played. Now, I know well yes. is, is relative. Yes, because every single week, Jason Fitz comes on this show, and he reminds me that Mark Davis doesn't want to fire Josh McDaniels. Yep. Yeah, because so, the contract. Yeah, so you know what? No worries. No worries. <laughs> I know where I'm submitting my bet every single weekend. Again, might lose. Right. Might lose. I'm not guaranteed to win, but I, I, I guarantee you this. I'm never betting on the Raiders. Never been on the race. I'm just not doing it. So uh, I think I've fa- right. I've faded them. Um, I don't remember. I've faded them three out of four weeks. Mm-hmm. Three out of four weeks, and I'm I'm one and two right now. I'm one and two. The only other game that I put on my notes that was interesting that he was talking about was the Lamar Jackson Ravens thing. He thinks they're going to throw the ball around the yard yes. a little bit. Titans are bad, man. It's they a are bad. bad. It's, it's such a surprise. I mean, I, I didn't think they'd be as bad as they've looked. Uh, Jags, you know, are interesting now in that division. I really think so. I really think the Jags are back to. Yeah, you know, I think that they're was back my, where we thought they'd be. That was my team at the end of last season, man. I was just really riding them. They were the hot hand, and yeah. and uh, they figured it out. Maybe I saw some throws that that Lawrence made last week. I know it was a depleted Bills defense, but in the end, you still got to make those throws. Yep. He made three third-down throws on one drive that started at the seven-yard line there in the fourth quarter that were just, I mean, elite, elite yep. throws. Like, he, he he is one of those guys who when he improvises, you know, he's not as good. Yeah. You know, uh, Mahomes is the GOAT at that, right? If a play he is the improvising down, quarterback. But if you give Lawrence a, a, a pocket mm-hmm. and you let him throw ripping on a it. route, yeah, ripping I don't think there's anybody yeah. that throws a better ball in the NFL. And he's good. He's good at that. And but, he's tall. But you got you to give him the time. You know, yeah. you got to get – but but if, if you let him, you know, take that five-step drop, let his receiver run the route, buddy, that ball is getting to where it needs to go. Well, the problem is – and I saw this in the Patriots game last weekend – the offensive line you, you, is so under-talked about. Yep. Like, it is, except for the Cowboys. In that case, it doesn't matter because they just suck. But, like, the Patriots, that offensive line's bad. It sounds like Jags have a good line. It's important. Yep, yeah, 100%. It's, it, it's the key. Uh, anyway, should be a fun week of NFL action. Norton Hurd, the force, going to join us here in just a little bit. We'll talk all things Memphis basketball, Curtis Givens' decision, Trey Richmond, all that and more coming up. Stick around. Jason and John, I Turn FM, ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.